a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. This is Mana. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mana, a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. I'm your host, Jeff Peterson. Now, none of the guys that you'll meet on this podcast would consider themselves extraordinary, but it's their humble, holy way of living, which is exactly what makes them extra. And I'm very excited for you to meet them. Uh, and this is a special episode of MANA. Uh, we are taking some time in between seasons one and two uh, for a special kind of mini season uh, of MANA, where we're going to have about half the number of episodes, um, so around six-ish or so, uh, about half the length, so we're going to shoot for about 15 minutes, uh, featuring guys who are about half the age of the uh, middle-aged men that you've, uh, that you've been introduced to so far, uh, including myself. So uh, kind of a mini manna, if you will. Uh, so really excited. Today's guest uh, is, is honestly a perfect example of what manna celebrates uh, at any age. Uh, I've probably known this, uh, this, this man since he was born, uh, but I really got to know him um, better when he was in high school, uh, where I was uh, struck by his, uh, his genuine interest in his faith, but his equally commensurate ability to connect and relate uh, to others at every level, adults, peers, younger siblings. Um, and he's extended that charisma and I actually just looked this up this morning because charisma sometimes gets kind of hijacked as this bad word, like a charisma or whatever. But charisma actually comes from uh, uh, the uh, root word, actually a very con- uh, coincidentally uh, and appropriately enough, it's, it's actually kind of a church word uh, from charism, which, uh, which is actually a word that um, it explains and describes, and I'm going to read this because I got this from Webster, an extraordinary power given by the Holy Spirit. That was kind of appropriate. So charisma, charism. So anyway, he's extended that charisma uh, into college where his intelligence and influence is on full display as a big man on campus where he's using his powers of intelligence and influence for good. So please welcome today's man of man, Quinn Elin. Hey, Quinn. Hey, thanks for having me on here today. Oh, so excited to have you uh, on the show because I've just, uh, as I said, I've just always been just so impressed uh you know uh with uh just everything about you you know this whole podcast celebrates you know not 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 the uh not that we don't admire folks like this but you know it, it's not the super vocal super in your face you know evangelical people who um who are awesome but it really celebrates the people who just naturally live a life of faith and naturally it just comes out you know in, in their essence and so i'm just really really uh, honored that you chose to spend some time with us today. And so, and, and so what I'd like to do actually, um, is start with a little bit of like, you know, where just, how'd you grow up? How did it start? How, how is, how is faith, you know, it doesn't just, um, for most of us, I don't think it, it, it comes like, like a lightning bolt out of the, out of Mm. the sky. I mean, it's something that, you know, we either grew up with or we were surrounded by. So just maybe Mm. just start, let's just talk about how, how you kind of grew up and, and, and what kind of role, kind of faith or church played in in just growing up? Yeah, so I think faith really started when I started going to Catholic school. Um, My parents were, or I was fortunate enough to go to Catholic school uh, thanks to my parents. And, you know, all throughout elementary school, you learn about little things about 
parables or certain parts of the Bible or the Gospels, and it, it never really, like, hit me exactly what faith was until high school um, when I started going to confirmation and I started learning a little bit more uh, in other religion classes about <clears throat> uh, the Bible and diving deeper into, like, what it means to be a man of God. Um, so I think that's where my faith has started, and since then, uh, it's it's grown throughout my time in high school. And then now, it's a little bit different now because I don't go to a Catholic school anymore. And so it's really, I have to be seeking faith, kind of. It's not like in my face all the time, mm-hmm. like we're praying like six times a day. Right, right. It's like if I want faith, it's like I have to seek it. So yeah. now, nowadays, it's a, it's a little bit different. Um, I was thinking about this in the ride over here that, so freshman year, I remember we had this little shindig at your house, and we, you you said you don't need to go, you don't need to be like going to church every week at college and that kind of thing or stuff. But every once in a while, just think about God and pray. And I that, I took that to heart. Um, I think the first semester of freshman year, I was kind of uh, figuring things out, and I kind of lost a little bit of faith. I didn't mm-hmm. pray very much or anything. But um, since then, I think I've come to pray more and I realized that faith is something in my life that makes me happier and just like mm-hmm. feel better as like a person in general. So that's yeah. where, that's where faith started for me and that's where it kind of is now. Yeah. Well, and it's funny you mentioned that cause I, I think, you know, what, what I so admire about you is that way that you, um, and for those that don't know Quinn <clears throat> who are tuning in and I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I mean, when I said you're a big man on campus, I mean, you are, you're very active in school. It's not like you're, spending all your time in study carols or, you know, it's like you, you're, you're very social, you're well-liked, you got tons of friends, double majoring. I mean, you are, you are not, I don't think the classic, like, you know, you know, uh, youth group leading church, per- mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? You, yeah. you're like you've got a life, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and yet, and yet you are able to infuse that already very busy life with just these little sprinklings of, you know, of faith, you know, mm-hmm. of, of whether, you know, it's, you know, sneaking in a prayer here or whatever. And, and you're, and you make that known to people again, without it being so like, you know, in their face to offend. And mm-hmm. I'm just wondering how it sounds like, it sounds like you are aware of that, like mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're being mindful of it, mm-hmm. but is, but is, is it, is it, is it a mindfulness or do you find that it just like, you just find yourself like, you know, you're going on a run, you're like, Oh my gosh! Like, I'm actually praying right now. You know, like how how, yeah. how does it happen? Um, this this started in high school, but so Holy Name Lake Road. There used to be a, there's a little hill, and there used to be a cross at the top of the hill. And every time, if I if I wasn't in a rush, I would take the long. It was a longer way home, and I would drive there, and I would drive by that hill, look at the cross. It was always super pretty. It was like a farmland, yeah. and then I would say a quick prayer, and yeah. I'd, I'd pray until I get home because it was like couple minutes away and so I would do that um other times like this is like sometimes I get kind of nerdy about it and like I'll be reading like my biochem textbook and then like I just think wow like God made this because it's so like intricate mm-hmm. and stuff and that's so just that kind of thing yeah that kind of thing mostly. so cool that's great yeah no I just love that um all right so so one of the things one of the carryovers from uh from uh um one of the carryovers from uh sort of our our full length mana episodes to now this sort of mini mana uh is the fun segment so mm. uh we because you know listeners who are tuning in that might be now listening uh here in the summer 
we'd hate to deprive them of the fun segment, <laughs> the worst uh, named segment of any show. So, uh, but it's going to be a little bit more. So two of the questions uh, in the fun segment. And again, for the listeners, we haven't let our, we haven't let our, our special episode guests off the hook. So they've known these questions. So if Quinn tries to fake like, oh, never heard that question before. <laughs> Give me a minute. He's just lying. So fun segment question number one, mm-hmm. uh, if Jesus knocked on your door tomorrow, uh, and just wanted to hang out, just wanted to spend the day, what would you do with him? I, so I was talking I was talking to my sister about these questions the way I was <laughs> earlier today, and she had some interesting answers. She's she's 13, so it was a little bit different than my, my answers. But um, the first thing I, th- I wanted to do with Jesus was to take him into, like, a big city and just see what he thought of, like, the hustle bustle. And, like, I just think it'd be... like. I would just be bombarding him with questions all yeah. day. That's all I could think about doing is just bombarding him. And I would also do, I'm a huge fan of Jeopardy. And so I would kind of do like a truth Jeopardy where I'd ask him like maybe questions about like faith or like something just that I don't know that maybe yeah. he would have better insight on. And I would just ask questions all day. And then yeah. maybe I, at the end of the day, I'd probably take him into nature and just like maybe the boundary waters or something and go canoeing. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, can you imagine? Just yeah, like, yeah, it'd be crazy. And at the end of the day, you'd be like, okay, what did I forget? <laughs> what last thing? Exactly. You know, what thing? All right, that's cool. Fun segment question number two. <clears throat> if you could go to church with any other guy, it's got to be a guy, um, and it can't be Jesus because now you've, mm-hmm. already, you've already spent your time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so go to church with any other guy, li- living or dead, who would you go to church with? Yeah, so when I thought about this one, the first person that popped in my mind every time was MLK, just because I would want to hear... How, what he thought about it and he was such a good orator and like preacher and I think that'd be cool um and then I was also asking my little sister about this one too and she said well why wouldn't you go with your enemy and I said well, why would you do that and she said well then you guys can like forgive each other and like make up and I was like well that's that's pretty insightful Dang, that's pretty that insightful for a 13 year old totally so I, was, I was impressed by that and I like that answer so god dang it that's <laughs> better that's a better answer than we had on the show <laughs> go with an enemy all right, so bonus question. All right, so this okay. is one he you, well, you've heard it asked before, but you know, and 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 again, I don't I don't mean to fall all over you so much here, Quinn, but but you, I feel like since I've really known you as a as a young adult and now as an adult adult, you know, you've just always had such a good uh, confidence, you know, in 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 living, you know, this kind of and and especially you know, you mentioned it earlier, the college setting is not necessarily one that is conducive to you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of these more kind of virtuous thoughts, behaviors, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not that it's debauchery, but I mean, right. you don't, you have, like you say, you don't have a lot of reinforcement. But what would you say, you know, for, you know, if you think back to to the younger Quinn Elan, you know, middle school kind of emerging, and 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 for somebody who maybe didn't have as much of of the confidence and this curiosity, and you know, like you were mm-hmm. saying, you really kind of got into it and, and started seeing it. What would you say to a younger guy you know about mm-hmm. about being either comfortable in his faith or, or or ways to sort of be as kind of open as you were like what what would you say to a you know so so imagine like your sister and now she's got yeah. a, a friend who's a guy who, who isn't coming up with such insightful ways to <laughs> you know go to church with somebody but what, what kind of advice would you give a younger younger guy i would say surround yourself with people that you can just talk about it with i think that well, that, that, I guess that is a little bit, you have to have some confidence to do that. But if you get into a setting, like I remember we did these little church groups with Corey, the youth group leader. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we were like sitting around like 
like reading the Bible for hours and then we would read it for like 15 minutes and then go play in the pool or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So it's, it's just like little sprinklings with, with people around you that just build confidence. And also I would say everyone has some sort of faith, I think, whether it be in, whether it be Christianity or some other religion, like I think everyone has some sort of beliefs and it's, it's okay to be open about that. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Quinn Elan. Thank you so much. Of course. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to MANA. If you have any questions or recommendations for future guests, send them to manapodcast at gmail.com.